I like when Morgan was like, anyone on Tinder? And everyone with their boyfriend and girlfriend went, I need my car in there. I don't know what that <laughs> I think, is that, is that like DoorDash? <laughs> For all those people faking like they don't fucking know, Tinder is an app where uh, married people go to cheat. And I had a Tinder date recently, and this is what you don't want to hear. Walk up, and she goes, Oh, man, you ain't 5'8". <laughs> I forgot I lied! I forgot! And I was like, yeah, you're not 170, so can we stop the body shaming? You know what I mean? You pretend I'm taller than you, and I'll pretend I can lift you up. <laughs> keep this fantasy going. podcast i got my main man gabriel alexander you can catch him at the mystic saloon july 21st slew house social july 22nd go follow gabriel gabriel alexander it's gabe 209 alex on instagram uh you want to plug away your all your other uh channels yeah yeah well um at gabe 209 alex is uh is my handle for twitter Instagram, TikTok, uh, the one I'm trying to get more followers for, obviously, is my YouTube channel, uh, Gabriel Alexander Comedy. Uh, go ahead and follow that. Everything else is, is explanatory, yeah. Everything is on the screen as he said it, so uh, it'll be there. Um, cool, man. Thanks for coming on. You've been busy lately. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, been, it's been a ride, man. It's been a good ride. How's how's how has the tour been for you? You've been um you've been hitting a bunch of clubs. Yeah, yeah, we went from. Uh, I mean, it's cool. It's like Northern California, nothing too big, but I love it still. Like we went from um, you know Laughs Unlimited, then I got to headline at Punchline, and then after Punchline went to Modesto, and then after that went to Copperopolis and performed wow. in a Civil War armory. Dang, <laughs> how was that? Yeah. It was cool, man. It was cool. Like I, I, that's the one thing I love about comedy, especially now after the pandemic. Uh, there's so many cool places you could perform from like people's backyards to you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh the. I wonder, did you have to like tailor your jo jokes to to match that kind of room? Like most of us did. Most of us said something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it was good though. It was fun. And the crowd, the crowd was good. Everybody came to laugh. It was a good crowd. Dope, dope, man. I, I like it. That's fun. Um, I haven't been to that uh, armory, so I got to check it out. But yeah, man, um, I'm going to Henry's tonight, actually. So 
Uh, over oh, are you? Yeah. Uh, um, okay, if you're going to Henry's, my my friend, I was, I might go. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, my friend will be there. Uh, he's he's co-host. He's uh he he's guest hosting. His name's uh Mark Maple. Mark Maple. All right, Mark Maple. I'm gonna see you there. Uh, he is a he he's a character, man. Yeah. You'll see for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, look see. I look forward to it. It's my first time going to Henry's t- tonight, so it'll be it'll be fun. Um. But dude, oh, it's cool. Uh, we said we have fun and we go there. Yeah, yeah. It's my um, yeah. My cousin always tells me to go there because he always goes and sees uh, Wednesday night open mics. By the way, it's not Wednesday for intensive purposes. It's Tuesday, October nineteenth or October. The hell am I smoking? Uh, <laughs> July nineteenth is the date of this episode. So, um, but we're recording in advance, of course. But yeah, um. So yeah, I'll check that out tonight. Um, I was at the comedy spot last night. Um, I'm loving it, man. I'm I'm kind of uh, doing more and more every week, trying to learn the the stand up game. Uh, my my strength's always been on the posting and the sketch comedy side. So uh, I'm learning. I'm I'm. Oh yeah. Getting my feet wet on on the stand up side too, though. It's fun. It's yes. Really fun. See, it's that that's where I'm at. Like I'm in reverse, right? Like I started doing stand up, and that's where like my strong point is is writing jokes and performing jokes. Yeah. Now I'm starting to get into like the TikTok stuff and starting to sketch and you know things like that. It's it's. But I like them, but I like it. It's a great muscle to train, man. I love it. I love it. It's um, and it keeps you creative. It keeps you going, because you know every comic is either. Uh, lonely or depressed <laughs> if they're not yeah if they're yeah not, if they're not doing anything so no. yeah, i'm both i'm both so you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's not be lonely man let's let's hang yeah. out yeah you know what i mean yeah 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 definitely definitely <laughs> but uh yeah dude so what got you into stand-up like how long you been in the game uh when did you start doing it when did you decide on it like oh man i started it was something i always want to do i've always been um I've always been like a comedy nerd. Um, so I think as soon as I saw like Eddie Murphy's Raw, I was like, oh, dude, I love stand up. Even if I never, even if I didn't know I was going to do it, yeah. loved it. That's um, and it kind of got, I should not have been watching it. <laughs> but um, uh, going from there, and then I always want to do it, but I didn't. I kind of listened to my family too much. Even when I brought it up, they're like, come on, really? Is what you're going to do? Like, you know, just like, oh, and I really cared about their opinion enough to where I'd let it affect my own life choices. So they're like, go to college, you know. So I went to UOP and did the whole thing and got married and white picket fence and all that. And uh, when that didn't work out, like that was supposed to be it, right? That was supposed to be what I was supposed to do. That's the life. When that didn't work out, I was like, wow. I'm not ever listening to anyone ever again. And uh, I started to do comedy maybe about two years after that. Like, you know what I mean? After you go through like, the, you know, you know, we're, we're going to court and selling the house and, you know, just all the sadness that comes with divorce and all this yeah. other stuff. Yeah. After that, I was like, all right, you know, what do I, what do I got to lose? You know what I mean? Right. Like when I'm, I'm already. So then I started comedy. Um, when I first did it, it was in a, a laundromat in uh south lake tahoe for an oh from yeah for a mixed open mic that was it and then i didn't do it again for like nine months yeah and then i came to i came back to stockton california and there's a place called finnegan's okay and i started doing open mics there and i believe uh 
I believe Marcellus was running it, a guy named Marcellus, but it could have been, um, yeah, I think Marcellus was running it, but Dave Touchstone is the one who told me about that. And that's when I met a, a lot of the crew I hang out with now was there. That's crazy. And that was, and I think that was in 2000, maybe 2019, like in the beginning of 2019 when I went to Finnegan's and then just uh, didn't look back, didn't look back. Damn. So that, so you started like, near the pandemic like like the the beginning yeah yeah oh oh, i remember going like for a while like hitting mics and getting into it and just still sucking but like (laughs) you know yeah not caring that i suck just caring about trying to get better than the last mic you know what i mean because when you first you just work because you see these comics who i remember going to mics and seeing these comics who like Uh uh-oh we're so good at that time, I suck. And now I'm in the game now, and now I realize, like, oh, they've been doing those same jokes for a while. They've practiced them. They've polished them. Yeah. And I'm coming up with brand-new jokes for the first time. Of course, that's why I tell all the new people, don't. These guys have been doing those same jokes for a while. they practiced them. They've had tech. Don't worry about that. Just tell your jokes, record yourself, get better, and just keep going. You know what I mean? That's that's great advice, man. Yeah, I just started in December, so I, uh, you know, I've been I've been doing the stand up since December. My first time was at Laugh Unlimited, like like an idiot. I showed up. I'm like, uh, I, I emailed, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I emailed I emailed um, the the head of Laugh Unlimited, and I was like, hey, I, I want to do I want to be part of the. It was a, a pro am. It was one of the pro. Yeah, and. <laughs> not knowing shit about comedy and how it works. I'm just like, yeah, I want to do my, uh, I didn't tell him it was my first time. I was just like, yeah, I want to be a part of that show. They're like, yeah, come on in. I go up, of course, bomb, like got the light at three, like it was supposed to be five, but it's cool. Like, um, Ellis though was there and he gave me, um, he gave me some solid advice. He was like, I don't know if you're funny, but I want to think you are, but this, it was, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah dude 100 percent, like ellis yeah, yeah he's just a dope comic um but he's been in the game a long time way way longer than me and that's another thing i can tell you and i can tell any people who just started who are under a year Try to pick the brain of, and not even me. I'm not even anywhere near fucking vet. I'm, I'm still, I still consider myself rookie. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, like when I got it, we were lucky because we had guys from Stockton who had, or the 209, not just Stockton, who've been doing it forever. A lot of those deaf puppy guys like Taylor Evans and Connor Martin and AJ and, and uh, Sal. And these guys uh, have been doing it like eight, nine years, almost a decade, some of them a decade. Um, so it was good to have that already over it and have them kind of like give us game. Yeah. Uh, but then when I st- we started to do it on my own, like I started to like I have friends who've been doing it almost as long as I've been alive. And it's good to have those people that you can come and talk to. Yeah. And then it's also good to have your 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 buddies that are like on the same level. Mm-hmm. And then also when you get to a certain level, then you want to friend somebody who's just been doing it. That's right. You know what I mean? So it's like a circle of knowledge. You're getting it from the from the top. You and your friends discuss it, deal with it, and then you can teach him. Try to be cool with someone like you know, like like a Alice or or something like that. Um, mine are like Alice, John Ross, yeah. Insane Wayne, 
Chicago Steve, all those guys been in the game so long and and they've just been super helpful with with just uh, uh if i have any questions you know what i mean that's great yeah. yeah yeah no you're right you're right and and that's what i've been doing man um just been going to comedy spot as much as possible iron out my uh my how do you like that is, is it cool over there at the comedy spot yeah i dig it i've been i go there the most um every tuesday uh i test out material um and what i'm learning so this is one of the first things I've learned as uh, as part of the game is go to as many clubs in a week and try out the same material that you want to test out and try it in different different audiences. So I tried uh, one bit, a five-minute set. I tried it at Comedy Spot. It had a decent reception. Tried it again at Luna's. Tried it again at Vince's. So it was like, you know, testing it out that way. And then by the end of the week, I had a really much better idea of what really works and what I need to tweak you know so um oh okay yeah but comedy spot is good i I love the staff there i love how i've i've heard i've i've heard cool things about it i've heard cool yeah. thing uh cool things um what's his name by, um, man yeah uh what's his name uh oh i can't i can't remember his name right now someone uh, another comic that i talked to told me that it was like one of the one of the better mics on Tuesday was was at Comedy Spot. I'm definitely gonna check that out one day. Yeah, come by. Last uh, last uh, last Tuesday was actually packed. There was a lot of comics that showed up. So, um, yeah, it's a friendly environment. Um, it's a good place to test out new material. Which I always start off at, at the Comedy Spot and then go through the through the Sacramento town. I gotta I gotta eventually come through to Stockton. How are you doing with the gas prices though, man? Dude, all of us are. Uh, basically doing it like roommate style. We're all chipping in to gas and we're rolling in one big car because we're going from out here to out there to yeah. the Bay or yeah. so it doesn't make sense anyway. I mean, unless you're really like, fuck it, I'll just go myself. Some people are like that and that's cool, man. It's your car. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. for the most part, most of us are like chipping in and you know what I mean? It's like pro that's wrestling. Just, that's just sad as, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how they do it too. Like how much money do all of us have together? Okay, all together we have like like 50 we can spare. Cool. Let's go out to sack tonight. You know what I mean? Like that's just how it is, dude. So you decide like that day essentially. Like for the open mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I like like uh literally this morning Mark hit me up and goes, "Hey, I'm uh, a guest hosting at Henry's tonight because he has a he actually has a big show Coming up tomorrow, uh, there's two big shows that I know of tomorrow. Uh, one at Laughs Unlimited because Mark is hosting that one. His first hosting job or hosting gig uh, at an actual comedy club. So he's really excited about that. So I'm pretty sure that's why he's doing Henry's to like get practice for it. Yeah, I love it. Dude, I got fly. a fly in my house yeah. and it's <laughs> bugging me, dude. Talk about Like at first fans. I was like, is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, – and then um, – and then at Coe's in Stockton, there's a, there's a, there's a good show. Uh, a guy named Jordan Quattlebaum is, is throwing that show. Um, but yeah, he like, yeah, like he just legit Mark hit me up this morning, which is like, Hey, I'm guest hosting who wants to roll. It's kind of that kind of thing, you know? That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Well, cool, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so damn, you're hitting the Bay area too. See, I, I gotta, I gotta start working my way to that area and, me and uh, another comic out here, his name is Brace. Him and I have been uh, helping each other out because, like, you know, the whole guest, you need a guest to, to get on and all that. So we, him and I. Oh, that's what we, we used to do that, too. Like, we would do, like, if you need a guest, like, hey, I'll go on this week. 
Yeah. You yeah. go on there or whoever gets on, I'm your guest for that one or, you know, and switch it off. You got to do what you got to do, man. Cause especially coming out, your family will only save your family and your friends for actual shows. Dude. Yes. Yes. Don't fucking, I'm telling you right now, I know the, a lot of these open mics will be like, if you can bring people, do unless it's at a club. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know Comedy Spot, you got to bring people. I get it. It's a club. It's a small little club, but it's a club. Yeah. Uh, Laughs Unlimited, you do the pro-am. They want you to bring people. Save people for, if you're going to do an open mic, save your friends and family for that. Don't drag them into fucking weird bar. Fuck it. Who cares? Fuck the bars. No offense, but... Yeah. Don't drag, save your family and friends because I'll tell you this right now. Uh, uh, I believe it was Carlos Rodriguez told me this. He goes, you're, you're only good for a little while before you, even your own family's like, look, we've already seen all this stuff. I don't want to keep coming out, you know? So yeah. save them for something good. Like maybe the first time, and not even just saying bars, like the first time you get booked for a show or like I said, the pro-am or the spot, any of those, save them for those. Like if you're just going down to no offense, but if you're just going down to like just a regular open mic, dude, yeah, don't yeah. don't press it as hard as far as making sure everyone comes out because you only have a they only have a few in them. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Because you're gonna get booked somewhere and they're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna really want them there and they're like, uh, I already went to like seven shady ass bars. I don't know if I want to <laughs> trust you again. I almost got stabbed at the last one. You're like, all right, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Did you take family to the laundromat on your first gig? No, I lived out in South Lake Tahoe. Uh, right, right. Uh, yeah, like it was just me out there. Uh, it was cool though, man. Yeah. It was a mixed mic. So I went up after a girl who did uh, poetry. I've said this before on another podcast. I went up after this girl who did poetry. She had to have been, oh, man, 19 to 21. Very, very young. Very, very young. She had went up there and did a fat poem about like like living through Vietnam. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and I my first joke getting up there, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't know Vietnam just happened. How the <laughs> hell do you know what it's like going? Like, how did you even know what it's like to like live through Vietnam? What the hell? She's and that was like my first joke. She was cool. She was super cool about yeah. it though. She was really cool. She she didn't get mad or anything. And then uh, I remember doing that. And uh, so that was my first joke was just shitting on someone else's art. Like, I was like <laughs> now that I look at it, but yeah, yeah. No, she was really cool. It was fun. And then when I started to get like, I remember the first time, like, dude, I'm telling you right now, like been the punchline and all that. That's why it's good for like social media and these TikTok videos. Yeah. You can try to get a following, meet people at shows, shake hands introduce yeah. yourself because i'm telling you even me like dude i just i john ross threw a show i just got to headline for that punchline it wasn't like a full weekend or anything i wasn't headliner like that i'm not a headliner but i got to close out one of his um one of his wednesday shows yeah <clears throat> even then i was like some of my family was like yeah, i don't know i'm like i'm like i'm closing it out though I get to actually like get called a headliner once like they're just like, uh. so I just depended on people that I've met at other shows, yeah. people that like I have uh, that follow me on like social media. So that's what I'm saying, man. Like right. you got to keep reaching out. Your family's only good for about uh, maybe maybe if you have a good family, <laughs> maybe five shows. Yeah. How do, you, <laughs> how do you define good family? That's the real question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till my kids turn. I can't wait till my kids turn 21 because I'm. They're gonna always be my plus three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Bro, I told my parents I'm I'm giving up music and pursuing comedy, and they got a one way ticket to Iran, bro. <laughs> like they they've been gone. <laughs> they've Holy been gone. shit! <laughs> yeah, They're like I'd rather deal with all that. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather go. Oh in my a, in god. A, in a turmoil country, no, uh, it's uh. They're like I'd rather I'd, I'd rather deal with real bombing. I'd rather deal with that bombing than your your bombing's way more depressing than actual bombing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Ho- hopefully they're safe. No, they're good. They're uh they're having a blast. They're retired now over there, so they're just they're just chilling. But they gave me their house. Oh so hell yeah! Good. I'm just I'm just looking after their house here, so it's cool. Um, so I relate. Oh to hell you, yeah, dude! Yeah, hell yeah. yeah, that's dope, dude. I relate with hell the whole, yeah. you know, separating and having to start over and all that. I get it. I get it. So uh, we're on the same. Did you? Did, did uh, how how long have you been? Uh, is it a full divorce yet, or is it just separated? It, it's it will be. It will be. We actually talked about it today. Her and I are cordial though, so it's we're very we're amicable. We're you know, there's no drama, dude. Uh, no yeah. kids? Any no kids? Kid. No kids. One. Oh okay. We have one dog that we share custody over, and he and and it's he's really like a great bridge between us because he keeps the peace. He's so, he's just so pure, yeah. and we love him. But yeah, we're we've been separated. that is that is the most American thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, from, <laughs> that from, is from two Iranians too, mind you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, <laughs> if you if you go back to Iran and be like, well, we share a dog together, people would just look at you like, yeah, yeah. You have to explain yeah. it. Like, no, that's good. Though. Hey, that's really good that you guys, uh, uh, you guys kept the peace, man. Especially, well, I had to learn that the hard way because when we got divorced, like we had kids and stuff, and it yeah. was, it could get messy. Especially if you don't, you know, what I mean, you let your emotions run. Oh my god. And uh, but after, but now, now, so good, so much better, yeah. and it's just like, you know, what I mean, you're gonna know yeah. each other forever. I don't want to have funk. You know? That's right. You made it through the you made it through the lows, and now you can you know you're at peace. That's exactly. We just tried to skip that. She stuff. still won't. Co- still won't come to end my shows. I don't know why, dude. <laughs> yeah. She won't come to. She won't come, man. I've even said, let me set a babysitter up. I do, and this is how cool I am because it's been so long. Like yeah. it's not new or anything. We've yeah. been separated a long time. Yeah. I was like, you. I was like, hey, bring a date, bring your boyfriend, one of your friends. Yeah. Like, just come, come to the show. There you go. And uh, I don't know. I think she thinks in her mind that I'm gonna make jokes. Yeah. About her, I'm not though. Yeah. That's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just, I just want her to see right. Right. that. You know what I mean? Like I take this serious. Like I'm good. I'm not just doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I but get it. She won't. Listen. One day she'll come. One day yeah. she'll come. Yeah. When you headline, baby. That's when she'll come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you do make fun of her. <laughs> then yeah, then I am. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's off limits then. No, I'm kidding. Uh but yeah, dude, it's uh it's cool. I, I'm in a good place now. Like I'm just fully devoted to this and and my acting and my comedy. So it's great. And I'm happy for you, man. You're you're Things are working out for you. You're starting to get more and more opportunities. I'm rooting for you, of course. Uh, Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, man. Um, That's good stuff. Uh, Where do you Where do you see yourself? Like, what are some goals that you can share with the audience? Oh man. So I got to reach one of my comedy goals um, this year. Yeah. Um, I got passed at Laughs Unlimited, so I got to host a full weekend. That was really big for me because the first comedy club I ever went to, like an actual comedy club, was Laughs Unlimited. Uh, We were in Old Sack just hanging around, and we went, and I had a blast. And uh, so that was a huge, huge goal, and I was able to accomplish that. Shout out to Jenny, man. She's given me 
way more than one chance, man. She didn't give up on me though, but like yes. it, it was a great weekend. So good for you, man. Uh, definitely hit that. Um, there's a few other clubs I'd like to get past that. Um, definitely, uh, I'd like to get past. I'd like to get past as many clubs as I could, to be honest. They're local to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'd say big, big goals. I'd like to perform more in in other cities. Yeah. Like I like I've never performed at Cobb's Comedy Club. I'd love to perform at Cobb's. I've never performed at uh, Punchline in, in SF. I'd like to perform there. Yeah. Um, it becomes like an addiction. Huh? It becomes like a yeah. It's like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. When you learn about all these clubs, you're like, oh, I want to hit that because you you hear about it too, right? So it's like yeah, you talk to other comics and they're like, yeah, you got to go. I have never been to the Bay yet, so that's obvious. It's almost there. it's almost sexual. You're almost like it's almost like seeing a bunch of hot women. You're just like, I want to get inside all of them. I want to be inside <laughs> this one. Want to go on this one? Yeah. Like especially, <laughs> especially when you're separated. Yeah, then it's, it's yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You're no, free definitely. to think that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'd, lo- I'd love to go down to LA. I've never performed in LA. I'd like to yes. perf- just see how it is out there. Um, definitely 100% New York. I definitely oh. want to perform in New York, man. That seems dope. I feel um, like New York is a whole other animal. You learn so much because the crowd is so different, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. But I, I would say, I would say like one of the biggest ones. So I've already worked my first weekend. I'd love to work another weekend. Um, and just do as much club work as I can. I think that's my, I think that's my, my, my biggest goals to do, to be in the clubs as much as I can. Um, I do, I do. I love every kind of show I do. I'm not above a fuck. I'm not above anything. I'll, I will come to your backyard. Yeah. If you got a bad, I will come. I'm not above it at all. I don't <laughs> want that to sound like that, you know, but no, I'm just trying to uh, perform in the clubs as much as I can. Cause it's just such a different atmosphere. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. But uh, but yeah, I think that's it. That's great, dude. That's great. Uh, and you'll hit all that. Um, and you got the you got the right mindset. Um, and I'll be bothering you every time I, I run into you at the clubs to pick your brain. Yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, uh, Gabriel, appreciate you coming on. Um, plug your channels one more time for everyone to get uh, be able to follow you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, on Facebook, just Gabriel Alexander. Um, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all same handle at Gabe, G-A-B-E, 209-A-L-E-X, all one word, Gabe, 209-Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, my YouTube channel, Gabriel Alexander Comedy, please give me a, a look. I, I post a lot of clips up there. Um, I make a lot of shorts, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow me on those guys. And I always, uh, update everything like in my stories is where I post all my upcoming shows. So you'll see them there. And yeah, thank you guys so much. Hey, there you go. You know where to find him now. Uh, so follow this man, give him some love. He's a hilarious comic and he's going to be headlining in your city soon. Um, I'm Pej the Maniac. You can follow me on Fanbase now. I'm also on Fanbase, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all the same. Pej the Maniac and Fumble Podcast, of course, on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Um, thank you guys for checking out episode 72. Gabriel, appreciate you, man. Catch you on the thank next Thank you, one. brother. Heck yeah. Thank you, brother.